All right. Um, yeah, thank you guys all for being here. And um, say we got one more coming. Um, yeah, this is something that I'm really passionate about is um, teaching our kids to, to glorify God um, through athletics. So um, I want to first give credit where credit is due. So uh, a lot of the information for this PowerPoint is from this book called The Assist. Uh, by Brian Smith, and um, so really, really good book. I highly recommend it. Um, it's got a lot uh, more information in it than, than what I'm going through today, but um, and I use it sometimes for devotions to my teens. It's just got a lot of good stuff about how to glorify God through um, when you're winning, when you're losing, when you're injured, when you're practicing. In relation to teammates, all kinds of great stuff. Okay, so, um, so yeah, highly recommend that book. Um, all right. Well, I actually want to start off by uh, looking at a couple of videos here, and uh, so I'm a track guy and a cross country guy. So if you didn't know, the track and field world championships were in the United States this past summer. And um, I want to show you a couple of clips here uh, from that. So Noah Lyles, uh, an American who uh, wins the 200 at the World Championships, and then Sydney McLaughlin, uh, an American uh, who wins the 400 hurdles at the World Championships. Um, and I want you to pay attention particularly to how they react um, after they win, okay? So uh, let me just play through uh, this a minute here. All right, so again, I mean, we'll watch the race, but we're really paying attention, thinking about how they re react after they win. So, all right, here we go. <laughs> Oh, good. 
lots of uh, chatting, which is great. So, um, can a few people share? Like, what, what did you say? What did somebody think about? Just, uh, um, anyway, what were you talking about a little bit here? I think I heard selflessness from somewhere there. Okay. So, working as a team. Okay. Other Humility. Humility. All right. I like that, right? Because if, well, again, if you look at the Noah Lyle thing, uh, I mean, to me, sure, he certainly didn't seem real humble in the moment. So, um, yeah, other other things. How do you handle winning and how do you handle losing? Good. Actually, that's what we're going to talk a lot about uh, today. So, <laughs> uh, good thought. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, Brian Smith, the author of this book, he defined it um, this way. He said, giving glory to God means thinking and acting in a way that pleases God and draws attention to who he is, to who God is. Um, and I really like that definition, right? Because um, if we want our kids to do this, um, then this means that when they're competing and when they're practicing, right, we're trying to have them thinking and acting in a way that pleases God and draws attention to who God is, right? So that way, um, when a school plays your school, right, maybe a public school plays your Christian school, right, we want those players from that other team those parents from that other team to look at our team and say, there's something different about those guys, right? Like, um, they, we don't want them looking at our team and thinking, what a bunch of pompous jerks they were, when we, you know, whatever, right? <laughs> uh, right? So we want them to look at our school and look at our team and say, there's something different about them. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're classy, they're hardworking, they're... Right, they're they're humble. They're not boastful. They're right. So, um, yeah, I really like that definition. Right. So, thinking and acting in a way that pleases God and draws attention to who God is, not drawing attention to themselves, uh, but to who God is. Um, so, if we think about this kind of definition now. Um, so how can you teach your athletes uh, to do this, right? So that's kind of my next question for you, right? So, so now that we've kind of defined it, um, chat maybe for, a, a, again, a few minutes with those around you. Just some thoughts. Like how could you as a coach teach your athletes, like, hey, this is what we're trying to do. Um, how can you do that? So, um, again, you can chat for a couple minutes with people around you. Um, about that. So, I'm going to 
So what does it mean to glorify? I should say glorify, not glorifying God. Uh, uh, while we, with winning, and so I've got uh, five different things you can think about this time. Um, so is it okay for Christians to want to win? How much should a Christian athlete care about winning? Uh, at what point does winning become an idol? Is it okay to pray to win? Bless you. And uh, how can God be glorified through winning? Um, so uh, maybe just choose one or two of those that you think is kind of a, could lead to some interesting discussion among amongst yourselves a minute. And uh, yeah, let's just take a few minutes again to chat about it. So just pick one or two and uh, and talk about it a little bit, and then we'll talk more about it. Sure. And uh-huh. so, 
if the focus is fully on winning. Uh -huh. All right, well, now you're not doing it anymore. Sure. So, where, so where's your value? Uh -huh. You know, so yep. just yep. talking about the middle game as opposed to the end game. Sure, okay. Uh, let's talk about the first one then. So is it okay for Christians to want to win? Good. I was. I, I hope you all say yes to that, right? I, I, I think it is, right? Um, because I think, um, I mean, winning means you're doing uh, the best you can, right? And that's important for, for Christians to do, right? So they need to they need to work hard and practice. They need to try to be a better team. They need to, um, you know, they need to listen to the coach. They need to learn the play. They need to do the workouts. They need to. Right, so um, so I think the striving to win is an important thing, right? They sh we should we should be striving to win um, uh, the games, right? I mean that's 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 why you play, right? You you play well partly, but you play to to, to, to win or to strive to win. So yeah, um, we should want to win. Um, let's talk about the next two kind of together. How much should a Christian athlete care about winning? When does it become an idol? Um, did any of you talk about those questions? Yeah, thoughts on that? Interesting part of the word idol. Uh -huh. um, you know, what do we sacrifice in order to win? And we sure. start putting that word in with idol. There's uh -huh. some real okay. yeah. interesting um, uh -huh. things that come in that. Yeah. And I think... We're trying to establish that foundation of who we are and where we are, and if we're going to cut corners on that, then sure. I think that's when we border into that idolatry. But uh -huh. even through the whole thing of sport, I think putting those two words together creates an interesting conversation. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. So for the at what point does winning become an idol? I turn it around to a question of what is your response when you lose that? What is sure. your response as a coach to your athletes and the uh -huh. heart? Yeah, yeah, and we'll talk more about losing it a little bit. So, um, yeah, but but I think it certainly can become an idol for some of our kids, right? I mean, if you've got a maybe you've got a basketball team that's one and zero, and then they're two and zero, three and zero, and four and zero, and five and zero, and six and zero. Now they're starting to get media coverage, and all the kids at school are like, "You guys are awesome!" And you know, it can just sort of start to build in them, and it becomes this idol of that's maybe where they're finding their identity, right? Um, so I think it can be. Uh, all right, I think this one's interesting. Is it okay to pray to win? So any discussions on that? What do you think? I think you had a good, what did you say? You yeah, had kind of I good say thought. that I talk about, uh, like I have kids ask me during prayer requests, like at the beginning of the day, like, oh, we fought a game after school, can we pray that we win? And so <laughs> usually what my words are, help us to be okay with like the result no matter what, but if it is your will, Lord, help us to win. Okay. So, sure. uh, it's always like that awkward <laughs> line of walking, like, we're yes. playing against these other Christian schools, too, yeah. we also want them to do well, but... What if both teams are praying to win, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know? Pray hard. Yeah, yeah. So, any other thoughts on the pray to win uh, part? Um yeah, I think with that one, you know, because I, 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 I get prayer requests like that too sometimes, and, and you know, I usually say, you know, like, I, I pray that the, the kids can perform well, that they can avoid injury, that they can glorify you, even though they probably wish that I would just say, I pray that they'll win, right? Yeah. I'm like, I, 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 you know, 
Um, yeah, that one's kind of interesting. And then, um, how can God be glorified through winning? So, uh, a couple of uh, thoughts here. So, these are common errors regarding Christians and winning, right? So, these are things that are incorrect, right? Um, so, one error would be someone saying, being humble in victory means not celebrating. Um, so if Christians win, I think it's okay that they celebrate, right? Joy is maximized when we share it with others. Um, I kind of like this thought. I'm actually got a hole in mind. No one's there to see it, right? It wouldn't be nearly as fun um, <laughs> uh, with that, right? So, um, right? So these kids, when they win, they can celebrate. It's okay to celebrate, uh, but celebrate with class, right? Um, so... Celebrate, but also make sure that they're maybe chatting with the other team, saying, hey, great game, well done, good job. Um, you know, celebrate with class when they, uh, when they win. Uh, another error is that winning will give you happiness. Um, right? And so winning uh, can give a little temporary happiness for a little while, Right? Uh, winning gives you a taste of joy, acceptance, and satisfaction, but you want more. This is not surprising to God. He created you in His image, so you are hardwired for more than earthly satisfaction. Sports are wonderful, but they are not the ultimate. They cannot satisfy your heart at the deepest level, right? And so, um, I think kind of kind of goes along with what Billy was saying, right? I mean, it's uh, it's nice to win. It can give you a little happiness, but it's not how kids are defined, right? They're defined as as children of God, um, and that's what's going to define them, right? Not the winning. Um, um, so it's a it's a short term joy, right? Uh, another common error: uh, you should care more about trying your best than about winning. This one's kind of interesting, right? Because if you uh, lose a game, is it okay for a coach just to say, well, you tried. You tried, right? Um, and on one hand, maybe that is okay to say. Um, but on the other hand, you know, if it's a game they should have won, right? And they just didn't. Um, maybe they didn't prepare well. Maybe they didn't execute well. Um, maybe they didn't get along with their teammates well, right? Um, you know, then it's, then it's something that I think it's a little more than just saying, well, you tried, right? I mean, that's sometimes you say it to try to make them feel better, but sometimes maybe you should say, you, you should have won that game, guys. Um, you were the better team. You had a responsibility to, to play better than you did, right? Um, so Christians should care about both, <laughs> You're here for my second photo oh, shoot, Mr. Cook. All right, get it right the first. Time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so athletes should care about trying their best and and about winning, right? Um, so uh, God cares that athletes give their best. When athletes give less than their best, they fall short of their calling to use the gifts to the best of their ability, right? So I like that. Um, I like that thought too. And uh, another error, uh, you should care more about trying your best than winning. Uh, this is another quote related to that. Uh, if athletes are habitually lazy in practice, in the weight room, with their eating and sleeping habits, 
and then they give 100% in competition, is that really their best? Um, so we want athletes to truly glorify God. We need them to give their best effort and strive for excellence. That includes striving to win. Um, and I like thinking about practice too, right? So how can our kids glorify God uh, at practice, right? So they should be uh, giving their best in practice, right? If their coach has them go to the weight room, they should be doing that, right? They should be eating healthy. They should be getting enough sleep. Right? Like all of those things can be God glorifying. Um, and uh, so it's not just about competition day. Right? It's about practices. Uh, it's about habits um, and things like that. And then how about the praying part? Um, so when you pray, you're acknowledging that you can't do it on your own, that you need God's help. When we ask God to help us win or play well, it gives Him glory. We can say, you're God, I'm not. You know, we need your help. Um, so, I'll kind of leave it up to you if you think it's okay to pray to but, uh, <laughs> but I think it's definitely important to pray that, that your kids can glorify God, that they can perform well, that they can be uh, a Christ-like example, right? Um, that's the... You know, that's the kind of the focus of prayers, right? And if you happen to win, that's great too, right? All right. So a couple more thoughts about winning. Use the gifts God has given you to play your best. Try to win the game. Uh, if you win, humbly accept the praise. Um, also encourage your athletes to apologize if they did something they regret, right? So... Uh, an athlete says something sassy to the ref, maybe they need to go apologize to that ref after the game. Right? Um, other things, enjoy the win, learn from the experience. Uh, it's good to care about winning, it's good to win. Enjoy your wins and successes, but share those experiences with God too, right? So thank God for the temporary happiness that winning creates. Thank Him for memories with teammates, right? So. Uh, if they win, you know, just be like, hey, God, thank you for thank you for this win. Thank you for this coach. Thank you for my teammates. Thank you for this ability um, that we have. Uh, thank you for allowing us to have fun and enjoy this and win, right? All right, so now what about when we lose? Uh, so a few questions. Is it okay for our teams to lose? How should players react to a loss? How should coaches react to a loss? So, um, if you guys could chat again for a couple of minutes uh, about these.
even yeah. your example of like he wasn't in it, yeah. there can be a teaching opportunity. Exactly. Like I always teach, like I coach cross country too, and I yeah. teach the kids like run, like kick down, start early, yeah. try to be even if the person's like 30 feet ahead of you, try sure. and go for it. And yeah. we lost to like one of our rival teams by girls one point, boys yes. two ten points. So and then like after the meet, I was like, how many of you think you could have kicked down one more person? They're like, that's all I needed that's to do. And then yeah. the next time, they were able to do it. So, <laughs> exactly. like, hey, you didn't listen to me the first time, but it can be a wake-up call to yeah. do better for the next time. That's good. That's good. Yep. Yep, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what, what you mentioned here. We'd be wrong to think that losing can't bring glory to God. Um, so, some thoughts on this. Um, so, again, these are incorrect thinking, right? So if someone said, don't be frustrated when you lose, well, we can be frustrated when we lose, right? When we lose, we can be quick to criticize others, um, agonize over the defeat, succumb to feelings of shame, become short with coaches, teammates, opponents, fans. We can become irritable, self-absorbed, and discouraged. Uh, it's okay for athletes to be upset personally, but just be careful it does not cause you to lash out relationally, right? So... Um, just those kids thinking about, I mean, you don't want to have a loss and then they're just ticked off at teammates and, um, you know, things like that. Or refs. Uh, or refs, too. Yeah, exactly, right? Blaming the refs for the loss or, or that kind of thing, right? Um, you have less impact for God when you lose. So this is uh, another thing that's not true. Um, so some thoughts on that. When a Christian athlete wins, people expect him or her to give some credit to God. What culture doesn't expect is for you to acknowledge God even when you lose. Um, your struggles on the playing field do not minimize your platform for Christ. In fact, it may be even greater following the loss. A loss can be a great opportunity to shatter the cultural expectation. Um, so losing affords us an opportunity to show that our joy in Christ transcends outward circumstances. Um, yeah, so I think your your teams can be a really great Christian example in a loss, right? I mean, if they if they lose and they they say to that other team like, "Hey, you guys, you just outperformed us today. Well done. Great game. Uh, you guys really compete hard." Right, that other team's going to look at you and be like, man, that's a pretty classy team, right? Um, so, you know, that can be a chance for the team to glorify God um, in that situation, right? And glorifying God is the more important thing, right, than the losing or the winning. Uh, and then, how should we think about a loss? So look for wins, right? What opportunities uh, does losing provide? Um, so just because things didn't work out the way you wanted or expected doesn't mean God isn't up to something good, right? So just for kids to sort of think, uh, again, maybe even as a cross-country coach, right? Runner has a bad day, right? Maybe that's an opportunity for them to think about, um, you know, am I working as hard as I should be in practice? Um, Am I putting too much of my identity in how fast I can run, right? I mean, there can be some good lessons for the kids, right, um, from maybe a bad race. Um, and then if we lose, yeah, we want to think about getting better, right? Uh, what should the team do to improve um, after a loss? And then also take some time to reflect after a loss, right? So... Um, 
you know, um, what do you notice about your attitude or actions during the loss? Are you angry, bitter? Do you blame others? Right? So losing gives us an opportunity to look in the mirror at a response and see where we need to change. While losing a competition amounts to an earthly loss, it can help with huge spiritual gains. Um, kind of like I mentioned before, right? So maybe these kids have a, have a, have, have a spiritual lesson to learn as a young man or woman uh, from a loss that they were hoping to win. So, all right. All right. Um, so now I just want to share a few stories with you, a few real-life examples here um, about this stuff. So, um, so the first one, these are just little bullet points for, for me to, to remind me, but the first one, language. Um, so... I'm the, the track coach. So last spring, uh, we were going to Constantine High School. It was a public school. And uh, so the bus pulls up. I stand up and I tell the kids, I said, hey, remember, guys, you're representing Calvin's and Christian. You're representing Christ and how you act today. Okay? So then all the kids get off the bus. I get off the bus. Uh, I walk into the stadium. And a parent from Constantine Public School says to me, Hey, Coach, just letting you know, I heard some terrible language from your kids as they were walking in here. And I thought, I just talked to them one minute ago <laughs> about this, right? One minute ago. And um, so I gathered a few that I thought were the usual suspects, you know, and I uh, talked to them again about it, right? Um, but I just share that story just to kind of to, to tell you, like, you got to keep working on it, right? Like, it's not a one-time conversation, and the kids are just going to get it, right? So keep reiterating it. When they mess up, come back to it, you know, that kind of thing. Did you give a consequence at all? Uh, I did not give a consequence in that case. Um, when do you? Yeah, well, actually... Yeah, that's a, that's a good question, right? I mean, um, I mean, I certainly think you could at some point, right? I mean, if if I kept he hearing reports of this, do I? I don't know what the consequence would be, but yeah, do you tell it? You know, or you got a really cocky basketball player, right? Who's just shooting their mouth off, right? So is it finally like you're out, man? You're sitting the rest of the game, right? Um, that kind of thing. And I, I think you could, right? Because you got to think about, I mean, they're representing, they're supposed to be representing your school and representing Jesus, right? And that's more important than the win. So if you got to pull that really good player out and be like, hey, man, we, can't, we cannot have this um, as a rep representation of our school. Um, yeah. Um, another story, Tucker. So this is another track story. Um, Tucker... Was a really good sprinter. He actually was an was an all state sprinter last spring. He got sixth at the state finals in the hundred meter dash. And um, so one of our meets last year, Tucker's running the hundred meter dash. And he's got a pretty big lead, right? So the last ten meters, you know, he'll look this way. He'll look this way. And then he does a peace sign to the crowd as he as he goes across the finish line. Okay, and. Uh, it really ticked me off, right? I saw it happen right in front of me, right? 
So I went up to him, I was like, Tucker, I was like, you cannot be doing that, right? I said, if we're thinking about glorifying God, you're just trying to bring attention to yourself and you're trying to make yourself look cool, right? I said, you need to go across the finish line, uh, you know, maybe say a quick prayer, hey, thank you, God, for this ability, and then you need to turn to these other guys in the race, say, hey, good job, good job, right? And, uh, and Tucker said to me, he said, oh, I thought it was kind of funny, I didn't think it was a big deal. Um, and that's how the conversation ended that day. Um, but then the next morning at school, Tucker came up to me, and he said, hey, I was thinking about what you said, and I think you're right. He said, I don't think it was appropriate, and it won't happen again. Um, and it didn't happen again. Um, so th- those are moments, like, as a coach, right, you're like, yes, right? You're like, the kids, they're getting it, right? Like, that's what you want. Uh, you want them to get it, so... Um, that was kind of a cool, uh, cool thing. Um, cross-country pre-race prayer. So uh, last week we had our conference championship. Um, and so the girls' team, uh, you know, how, how it works with these cross-country meets, you know, they'll do all their warm-up stuff, and then they'll do a run-out, and then they'll all get together. And, um, you know, my girls always pray together um, before the race. And... Uh, so I, um, they were gathered together, so I just kind of stood on the outside, just kind of listening to their prayer, and, um, and one of the girls praying, you know, she says, uh, you know, God, just help us to be, um, you know, be able to race tough and race hard, and, um, you know, pray that we can just uh, run to the best of our ability, and pray that we can glorify you, you know, and I was, again, I was just, yes, right, like they're getting it, um, what we wanted to do. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, and then the last one, Dawson. <clears throat> so, um, Dawson uh, is this guy right here. And uh, so this picture was taken last fall. Um, my boys team won the league cross country championship. Uh, and then they won the lead, uh, they, they won regionals and qualified for the state finals. And um, state finals week, um, Tuesday of state finals week, Dawson was killed in a car accident. Um, and so when the team found out, we got together uh, after school on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, we cried together, we prayed together. and. Uh, and I said, there's no practice today. Um, some of the kids went out and ran anyway, just to kind of clear their heads and, and talk with each other. Um, but then that evening, uh, I sent an email out to the parents and the, and, the, and the kids. And I said, hey, I know that state finals really doesn't seem very important anymore um, in light of this. But we have a responsibility um, you know, to, to go out and, and, and race at state finals and train, right? Because um, we can still be God-glorifying even in this really tragic situation. So I said, so practice is going to resume on Wednesday, and we're going to practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and we're going to state finals on Saturday. Um, and it was a, um, yeah, I mean, it was a crazy difficult day for the kids, right, at the state finals. Um, just lining up there um, for the race, and um, 
you know, so many emotions, right, going on. I mean, on one hand, you're in the state funds, you're trying to, to race really well, but then you've got this um, just mental exhaustion from, um, you know, from processing this that week and, and, and that kind of thing. But um, I just want to, you know, to kind of say I'm just, uh, the kids, the kids um, performed well, which I didn't know if they would, because I was like, they might be just completely mentally exhausted. I, going to the race, I know it. Um, but mostly, I'm just proud of them, right? I mean, they still glorify God um, through racing, um, through representing their school um, at the race, and so um, even in really difficult circumstances, um, you know, we can still encourage our kids to to do this. So. Um, all right, so just to kind of end it up here, um, so you guys have a responsibility to do this, right? Like as Christian coaches and educators, uh, like we've got to teach this to our kids, right? And so it's not, uh, it's not just an optional thing. Uh, it's, it's, it's a vital thing, right, in terms of your coaching. Um, just developing Christian young men and women and, uh, and teaching them that it's not all about themselves, it's about drawing attention to who God is, uh, not drawing attention to who they are. Uh, and then one more video here. I love this one. It's called Hey Rival. Maybe some of you have seen it. Um, but, uh, hey, Rival. Hey, Rival. Hey, Rival. Before the whistle blows and this all goes down, there's something you should know about. I'm a Christian. As my competitor today, this should put you on alert. For reasons I'll get to, but it probably doesn't, and that's okay. A lot of people, Christians included, have been fed a lie that Christian athlete is soft. It cannot be further from the truth that you're about to experience. So whatever you assume about me is, at this point, your business. Here's what I know about you before this whistle blows, because it's been true for me too. I know winning is important to you, but it's not nearly as crucial as what others think about you. The coaches. Parents, friends, fans, social media, all their opinions weigh you down. I know that your intensity during competition will rise and fall with how the crowd reacts to you. I know that people who cheer you on now will turn their back on you when you lose, and that will haunt you. I know how much your joy and community depends on winning, and that a loss today will disrupt your identity in ways you don't like to think about. Rival, you are weighed down by so many things. Athletes who play free tend to compete better. You're not free. I don't say any of that to shame you or look down on you. I say that because all these inner struggles were once and at times still are true about me. But something's changed. My confidence comes from serving a God who has already given me everything that sport promises but fails to deliver. Identity, affirmation, hope, joy, purpose, respect, and love. I don't have to win today to get any of those things. That's exactly what makes me a beast. Rival, today I'm going to do something in the midst of competition that will change the way you view Christian athletes forever. Today, I will play more free than anyone you have ever competed against because I have no reason to fear failure. Today, I will compete harder than anyone you have ever competed against because I'm committed to glorifying God 
combine intensity, attitude, and the pursuit of excellence. Today I will win because no matter what the scoreboard reads, I will be bringing everything I have in the entire game. Every play, every break, every head-to-head -head moment. From the second I enter the arena until we shake hands at the end. Today my hope is not to humiliate you or destroy you. Yes, I want to win today. Hoping how I play will do something far deeper. I hope it honors the God who created us both. You deserve my best, and you're about to get it. Ready? All right, I love that one. Like it just gets me pumped up just watching it, right? It's like, let's go, right? So, um, so that's a great video to show your kids. If you just go to YouTube, type "Hey Rival," oh, that's on there. So. Um, all right, well, that's all I have for today, so thank you guys. And um, if you want to chat about anything, feel free to chat with me uh, right now. So, yeah, thanks all for coming. So, thank you. Uh,